Welcome to Jake's Newsletter, the podcast before the podcast. I'm Jake, of course. Um, I don't have too much today to, like, say, um, besides, like, thanks for the support recently. I really appreciate it. Like, last month was our best month ever. Just listen count and followers going up and... We got a bunch of five-star reviews. Thank you. I pretended to cry last week to get those, um, so I really worked for that, so thank you. We're, we're on the precipice of 30 five-star reviews, which is crazy. We're at 29 right now, so you could be number 30 or number 31. But yeah, that stuff really helps us, so thank you so much. Uh, it's just been storming like crazy in my city, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad my power's on so I can even uh, edit this episode. But yeah, uh, this episode Keely hosted because Ivy was busy with some stuff. Um, and she does a great job. So, you know, shout out Keely. Uh, say good job on Twitter or something if your rate limit isn't exceeded right now. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I should start writing stuff down or something. But then it wouldn't be me. All right. <laughs> Thanks for thanks for checking this episode out. Uh follow on, you know, Spotify and five stars and that stuff. Oh, and I do I would like to start reading like uh fan mail, so if you have any fan mail to send, send it to munepukepod at gmail dot com. You can find that in our show notes as well. Um but yeah, thanks for listening. Welcome to Mutant Puke, a weekly music review podcast. I am your substitute teacher hostess, Keely. My pronouns are she, they. Uh, I will be standing in for our darling, lovely Ivy, who was not able to join us this week. I am wonderfully joined by uh, my faves. We've got Jamie. Hello there. I'm Jamie. Uh, my pronouns are they, he. Pleasure to be on. And then, of course, the ever so charming and ever, ever so insightful Jackson. Hello. He, him. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then our favorite cuck chair resident in his uh, producer role, uh, wonderful Naketh Jaketh the seventh. Mr. President, the rate limit has hit Twitter. Hey, let's go. Good intro. Fuck, fuck, uh, fuck Twitter being broken. Hope y'all hit your 600 already. Uh, <laughs> get your 600 in. Yeah, get your, get your, get your 600 in like steps and then move go, on. Go, go, go. I'm a new unverified user, um, so I only get 300 a day, actually. We're doing great advertisement work for that guy right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. So here's how the show is going to go. For those uninitiated and unfamiliar, we review singles, then EPs, and then albums. That way we're going short to long to longer you feel me each review everybody will give their own personal ratings and thoughts using the mutant puke rating system how does the rating system work i'm so fucking glad you asked oh man i'm fucking cooking we'll give each music that we review our honest thoughts and then hit it with a bronze a silver or a gold depending on how much we fuck with it oh yeah i forgot there's a second half yeah good <laughs> releases the kit three or more gold medals for the cast are considered mutant puke certified bangers well what if you hate something oh oh these are my favorite these are the best rewards we fucking give around here it's better than a mutant puke banger uh we've got participation trophies for those of you who tried
All right. Uh, Tried their best. Oh, excuse excuse me. Uh, I mean, skill issue. Anyways, is there any drama that we need to go over, Jake? I feel like, I feel like with Twitter being um, a shitfest, our, our drama mainline has been kind of cut off. <laughs> I, ha- I don't really talk about drama anymore because it's so brain dead lately. <laughs> brain dead drama is still drama, though. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. I mean, no, just the Supreme Court is um, rapidly approving America turning into a fascist nation. Incredible. That's not really drama. That's just really incredibly sad stuff happening in the world. Awesome way to can open this fucking episode. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially veering, you asked. Especially you veering asked. into our very first review, too. Great, great, excellent startup for for some good old misery. Okay, well then if we got nothing cooking, uh let's just dive right into this shit. Let's uh let's let's get to the fucking meat of it. Uh so first up, we are running and talking about Olivia Rodrigo Vampire. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo is an American American singer-songwriter and actress. She gained recognition in the late 2010s with her lead role in the Disney television program <laughs> Bizarre Vark and a high school musical, The Musical, The Series. Wow. Incredible, <laughs> incredible fucking stuff right there. So my my immediate thoughts and the first thing that I could think about this song upon playing it was this is pop music for people who listen to only radio alternative music. <laughs> for people who only listen listen to big hit alternative music like even beyond the scope of emo night like people who just heard their local radio station running like the biggest lincoln park song of all time or something that's kind of kind of the vibe i get from most olivia rodrigo music uh this song was definitely no different for me at least the production was really clean uh, and i think she is at the least a very talented vocalist but i've heard this song before from a million different producers under a million different names uh i think even ivy pointed out and mentioned that it uses like one of the most conventional uh, like pop chord progressions in the history of written music. So I'm gonna give it a respectful participation because it just did nothing for me. And then I'm gonna pass it over to Jackson. Yeah, you got it. Well, I was gonna say, um, you know, I thought Olivia, I thought she did a nice job with her performance. You know, she has a nice range. Don't really care about the typical piano pop ballad, the same chords they always do. Uh, the chopped instrumentals that occur after every like chorus the three times it happens during the song it's just kind of weird and out place um and i don't really care for it yeah and i'll, I'll definitely be listening to this when i go to macy's next week I'll give us any bronze. bronze good solid bronze from jackson all right jamie i liked the piano hey yo something po- something positive let's go like you Some- just like that instrumental I like, the, I like the piano and i mean yeah <laughs> like everyone else has been saying it just this just sounds like kind of like every other pop song that i've heard before and yeah i mean she sounds she sounds great whatever um it just sounded really weird like her like like her vocal decision like in the beginning like right in the intro when she comes in it just sounded like a little bit strange to me like her her decision to like sound like that like right in the beginning but then, like, I don't know, it got better at the end, uh, later on it, at the end of the song for me. But yeah, I'll give this a participation trophy. Yeah, I've heard this one before, but I didn't I didn't hate it. That's what you give to participation. <laughs> what? I you thought it was pretty it. good participation. <laughs> well, you don't have to hate it to give it a participation if it's just so incredibly mundanely boring. 
Yeah. Then quality but participation. Not offensive. Yeah. Uh, trust me, we we cooking on some shit to hate this week, baby. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> and this this one is a specialty uh, Nakey Jakey review. So Jake, what are your thoughts on uh, on the Olivia Rodrigo banger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I like it, but it definitely feels like a B side from Sour and pretty forgettable. Uh, vocals are good, but the first album is like just speaking lyrically and like how that first album is it's so focused and directed at one person who everyone knew it was directed at so that's kind of i feel like that's partially why it was so good was like it it's like a really good album about like teenage relationship vitriol but now i'm wondering like if the sophomore album doesn't have that quality if it's just songs like this like is she writing about the same guy i i doubt it <laughs> it's just i i don't know it just might feel a lot more hollow than that first album did to me but that's for the future i'm gonna give this one a bronze not a bad effort but yeah forgettable look at us starting out today respectful i fuck with it it's only downhill from here <laughs> <laughs> as always as always all right, well, <clears throat> that finishes up our thoughts on Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. Next up, we got we got nothing but heat, baby. We got The Armed, Sportiform. Uh, the Armed is an American hardcore punk anonymous music collective uh, formed in Detroit, Michigan in 2009. I absolutely and desperately fell in love with this band through their album i believe it's called only love and then the follow-up ultra pop uh they've got this insane eclectic brand of like like really loud post-hardcore meets just the heaviest meanest shit you've ever heard and their whole entire bit is that the band is is just a guy named dan green nobody knows who dan green actually is they assume it's the guy who appears in their music video and they make up stories about how their band exists like they're just like oh yeah we don't have a band people just drop shit in a drive folder um we just kind of make songs out of it uh their That's their amazing. line their lineup changes show to show uh they announced on ultra pop that there was like 20 members of the band uh <laughs> they've got a really goofy insane shtick that i i've always really loved and this song uh, i forgot it was even coming out and when i saw somebody post about it on tuesday i literally like like yiped in my work office in excitement uh okay. this song lived up to the hype it was similar to ultra pop but it's leaning a lot harder into the prettier side and making those aggressive moments just really, really fucking huge in this sea of, like, electronic synth stuff and and really, like, post-punk vocals. Uh, it's got that insane heavy section in the middle. It has a feature from Julian Baker, which was really, really neat to hear her harmonizing with their vocalist. Um, this was my single of the week by and far, like, from first listen. Uh, the lyrics stick out to me. The music is really, really well produced. They're just an all-around incredible, fun band, and it's like a pleasure to put the song on and listen to it. Like once that first Bwah! hits in the beginning, like I'm, I'm sold. I'm in. Uh, so this one's gonna be a million gold from uh, from old me, and then I'm gonna pass it over to Jackson. Yeah, I also like the but in the beginning. <laughs> I like the weird bass boosted instrumentals that they did. I didn't find it any annoying at all. Uh, I don't know. Something about the bass boosted instrumentals just are just so funny, <laughs> but they're also just fucking raw. Uh, I liked it. The one thing I noticed through the track was that there's like this obvious cut and uh, transition through instrumentals and vocals that 
I haven't heard since like Chinese democracy. It was like that blatant. The arm jacking Guns N' Roses? <laughs> yeah, that one, I think. Uh, this song is just blistering and calming at the same time. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> uh, like the instrumentals just bass boosted through my ears. It'll explode in my car. <laughs> but I left thinking this was pretty good. I'm going to give this a silver. Hell yeah. Jamie? Yeah, this is getting a like a definitive gold for me. Like... I am I too am a fan of the Yeah, just like from the from the get go. Um, bass boosters love, unite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm bass boosting all the way, all the time. One hundred percent. All always. <laughs> Fella, Shirt idea. I, maybe perhaps. bass boosted one hundred percent. I felt like this was like the most dynamic uh track that I've ever heard from the armed, because usually it's out they're always like they always have that like huge like wall of sound with like everything that they've put out so far. So yeah, it was really cool and like Jackson like said it perfectly, like blistering yet calm at the same time. Like that's that's exactly what this track is. And it's an it's an absolute banger for that for that. Did you get a gold? I can't remember. I gave it a gold in the beginning, sorry. Let's go. Yeah, it's always early reviews that we're all like, wait, mm -hmm. what did you give it? I'll give it uh, 23 gold. Let's go. We're breaking rules out here this week, baby. 23. Yep. <laughs> Hyper-specific number. Yeah, I can't wait for us to review this album. Like, Ultra Pop was, was so special to me when it dropped, uh, so I'm just really excited to get more of the armed. Excellent. Same. Okay, well... Moving on uh, to some dog shit. We're talking about Corpse Code Mistake isn't, featuring oh, isn't Green Horizon. Three, isn't two out of three golds a banger? No. Three golds is needed for a banger. Sad. Shut up. I knew that. <laughs> I think the rule is like it's only it's only like two golds to be a banger if there's only two people on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see why you were confused, Jackson. Yeah. No, I knew that. Just because there was only... Oh, okay, okay. Moving on, on to the later. dog shit. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> Let's go. All right, we're throwing fists now. All right, uh, uh, Code Mistake featuring Bring Me the Horizon by Corpse, or Corpse Husband, uh, a YouTuber turned rapper, uh, mainly focusing on his rap career now. Bring Me the Horizon is the metalcore band that we all know and uh, <laughs> love uh, from England. Uh, <laughs> 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 I have to admit, I was genuinely pleasantly surprised by this track because I've heard previous Corpse music and I really don't like it. Uh, I find that finding appeal in someone's like vocal tone instead of like their flow or the way that they present their lyrics is very, very silly. Like you could have the silkiest, deepest voice ever and I don't care if you're just kind of like poop, poop, peep pee poo poo over your tracks doesn't really do much for me it's a cool change of pace to hear more screaming i thought at the least bring me the horizons producer does a great job uh they wrote some decent enough but simple easy to follow riffs i still couldn't give it any higher than a, a participation even if i tried it's just so so not my thing but i it's a respectful participation even though i was very disrespectful to open this one uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at that and pass it to jackson <laughs> i don't care about corpse's vocal emo whispering rapping that he does like you know like the narrator of like a ghost hunter uh <laughs> show like trying to rap or you're just going videos those are better than this song true <laughs> at least like try to like put more vocal harmony in your voice to at least have like a you know, a rip off Peter Steele or something. 
but then comes the bring the horizon chorus it's just repetitive yeah you know, I, I think the screams are okay at best so um over. you know i wish they do a collab that's just off the wall like how metallica and uh, lou reed had an album together oh uh, wow fucking what, do, a, what do, a stretch <laughs> do fucking bring me the horizon cross mumford and sons or something <laughs> let's go that would be something for sure jackson we'll put you in touch with their manager because you've got bigger ideas than i think they can think of they can stay over there <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is getting a participation minecraft oof jamie yeah i mean i was never a big um bring me the horizon kind of person to begin with anyway so like hearing them on it i was just kind of like eh you know and then i just i couldn't care for this track at all like yeah no no this this is just participation for me that's all i can say really <laughs> we've officially hit mutant puke stinker but this is a Jake review, so let's see if Jake can can help bring it back for for Young Corpse here. Um, yeah, I actually like this one. <laughs> uh, when I first started listening to Corpse, I was being forced by my girlfriend because, as everyone knows, I'm a passenger princess and she operates the car radio. And we love that about you, uh, Jake. It's just Corpse and Bad Bunny <laughs> in the car. She actually listens to a lot of hardcore songs. You're just being kind of racist with that one. Whoa. Let's move on. Hey, yo. <laughs> Corpse has some bangers, and to me, this is maybe his best song yet. Uh, I definitely like the synthy stuff in the back, and it just kind of became a Bring Me the Horizon song, <laughs> which is cool. Uh, this will be a theme going throughout the episode. I was about to say, that's and, definitely um, going to happen again. <laughs> Yeah, and it serves as a good switch up from Corpse's usual, like Jackson was saying, like boring rapping. I think it's a pretty good comeback single after kind of a longer break. So, you know what? I'm going to give it a gold. Wow. Shouts out. Yeah. One, one sparkling light. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> one sparkling light in the toilet of a shitter. There's a, a turd covered in jimmies. That's what Let's this is. go. The connoisseur of mid has returned, everybody. Here to Golf fulfill lab. the prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, let's 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 move on from, from that one, shall we? Next up, we've got Haley Elizabeth featuring uh Drasale. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I hope you find Serenity. Uh Haley Elizabeth is the singer of Thought Crime. Uh, does all of the main vocals for the Thought Crime stuff. Uh, this is her solo project in which she collaborated with producer uh, Dre Sale. Again, I'm just trying different pronunciations and hoping I'm landing on the right one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I went into this just like trying, because I've heard some of Haley's other stuff, but I know Haley experiments with a lot of different like avenues of electronic music. And I know that this particular like like name and project is a little bit newer for her music. Uh, I really, really loved the production on this song a lot. I think the beat is really simple. Uh, there's just a lot of focus on like having uh, it, it feels like there was a lot of focus and, and attention to like keeping a consistent vibe throughout the track instead of having it like really build and mount and like come down. It was just like a consistent good vibe like I, I really really enjoyed the instrumentation on this one uh i'm normally not the biggest fan of hyper pop tinged vocals which i would say this doesn't even lean too hard into but the production style gives a little bit of that vibe 
I really, really like this. I, I really don't have much else to say other than I thought it was great. And I've gone back and listened to it a bunch because it's just so vibey and ambient and well-produced. Uh, so I'm going to give it a very high silver and then pass it over to Jackson. Um, I kind of like the like robot vocals um, in the song. It just kind of sounds like how people would try to do robot vocals in like a early 2000s flash cartoon from Newgrounds. I think that was kind of cool. The beat itself is just kind of like drowsy dance music that just goes on for like five plus minutes. I get that dance music kind of typically has longer length songs than that. I wish it was like at least try to do more with it, but I think this was okay. I'm going to give this a high bronze. Hell yeah. Let's pass it over to Jamie. Yeah, I I enjoyed this track um, quite a, quite a bit for sure. I'm I'm certainly not a person that goes to the club, but if I did, I would hope that this track was playing, so I could I could bop along to it. Vibey um, club enjoyer, Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> non-occasional vibey club enjoyer. That's me. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I think um I think I'll give this a silver because um I I enjoyed listening through like the entire track. Everything the production is really nice and cool, and. I was I was bopping my head the whole time, whole time through the track. So yeah, silver for me. Hell yeah, that is. I hope you find serenity, Haley Elizabeth and Drisail. Moving on, we're talking about some fucking new metal, baby. Uh, Orthodox soaking nerves uh, is metal music, new metal tinged metalcore, whatever you want to call it, from Nashville, Tennessee. I recently. Because I've heard of Orthodox. I saw them live in October by accident. They were playing the same <laughs> venue that we played on tour because the venue had three different stages. Oh. And they put on <laughs> the wildest, craziest, like, it's metalcore. It sounds like metalcore, but their stage show is, like, as if you were at, like, This Is Hardcore or, like, a massive hardcore show event. Like, those dudes really know how to get down and get a crowd ready to to fucking kill each other in a room. That being said, this song threw me off on that vibe a little bit because I'm used to them being closer to that like beat down heavy instead of being like very new metal esque. And this song was absolutely 2000s new metal, like through and through. Like I'm surprised there weren't like heavy DJ scratches throughout this track. Like it felt like it would have probably yeah it, it, it like genuinely would have probably added a, a whole extra layer of of shit to this song uh i do love the vocalist voice live i'm a little not into the less screamy more like like yelled vocal style i guess closer to a hardcore vocal style that they went for on this one it just it really kind of felt more like a, a throwback worship than it felt like trying to do something a little different in the genre uh, for my own personal taste. I think it's it's not bad at all. It's very well produced. I love the guitar tones. Um, it just fell a little flat for me. Uh, so I'm going to give it a high bronze. I think the riffs were really cool. I think there there's going to be more to offer on the record, but this one just wasn't the, the strongest track for me. And I'm going to give it to Jackson. Man, what the fuck? This song, especially after listening to Code and Mistake, feels like a breath of fresh air you know i like i really like the like plankton from spongebob screams in the first 15 seconds <laughs> let's go uh, those are pretty hard oh and the fucking seven string dive bomb that is so fucking sick i love that he was every like 
it happens a few, like several times throughout the song. And I just loved it every time that happened. I thought that was uh, an incredible touch to it. This is pretty good. I'm not sure how this got a bronze. To me, this gets a gold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go. Again, not reviewing other people's <laughs> reviews. Are you reviewing this, Jake? I'm, I'm really curious. I'm not. Jake, okay, not. good. <laughs> Oh, okay, this one just didn't have corpse in it. I give this a participation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how all my reviews go, actually. God damn. It's been really weird. Does it have corpse or does it not have corpse in it? Yeah. Yo, ja Jack, corpse gold. Jackson's got the fucking, no got the reticle on Jake right now today. I love it. Yeah. I know where yeah. he lives. I don't know why I called you racist earlier. Claudia does listen to a lot of bad I know. I was in the car. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> also, did we say it's episode 75? Yes. Okay. It, it is indeed episode episode 75 look how far um, we've come i'm sober i'm sober first episode sober whoa wow wow you've come yeah. a long way jake i have mental illness hell yeah all right you used jamie. to have bahama mamas oh jamie. jesus christ all right jamie wrap us up <laughs> okay okay i'll be quick uh, i mean this this certainly sounded like a new new metal song you know yeah definitely definitely brought me back to the fucking year 2000 i mean i liked i liked the guitars i thought they were I thought they were pretty good, but yeah, I just, I hope they are better live than, than they are, like, um, in this track, and hopefully if they put, put out some, like, other stuff, um, it'll be a little bit more, uh, exciting sounding for me, so I'll give this, I'll give this a bronze, because I didn't, I did enjoy it, but I kind of was hoping for, like, a little bit extra from this band. We love a good, respectful, heavy review in this house. Moving on, I really hope my microphone picked up that little burp there. Uh, we're talking about Trust Fund Ozu, Sacrificial Vocaloid. Uh, Trust Fund Ozu is Faye Fathom, a producer, drummer, and vocalist. Has done a lot of stuff with YouTube videos recently. Was the director behind that insane Closure in Moscow, Primal Sinister music video. A bigger name in the hyperpop game. Uh, I know she previously used to play drums for Thank You Scientist, which was how I found out about her. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Faye, interesting yeah. Uh, fucking CV. Yeah, Faye has a very, very badass background. She just announced an album coming out too. I forget the name of it. Here, let me let me make sure I get it because I want to shout it out. Uh, oh, it's called Fade Out. It comes out in September. Uh, so I hope that we will be reviewing it because this track was fun. I'm normally, I, I will admit, I'm very hit or missed on, on on like Trust Fund Ozu. It's either I like absolutely die hard love it. I think the bits and the videos are great. And I think the music complements it really well, or it's just something that I'm like, this is not very my taste. Uh, this one landed very much in my taste. It's like avant-garde jazz fusion meets the most fucked up YouTube hyper pop you've ever heard uh, with visuals to back it up. Uh, it's got that insane like fusion guitar solo in it. It just kind of like it was all over the place in a very fun and like endearing way. It almost reminded me of like older chaotic like math rock it gave me very much that kind of vibe but like throwing in all these extra bits of influence from a lot more modern production stuff uh, and i think that's great and i'm really excited because of that to hear the rest of this record because it seems like she's learned a lot about production and she's kind of just going off the walls with it and taking it whatever fucking direction she feels like and that's badass so shouts out Faye. uh i'm gonna give this one a high silver as well and then give it to jackson yeah this uh song has i can say an interesting beat and sampling i never really got into whatever genre this is i think this is fine for maybe three minutes and then afterwards it just kind of got too much for me just sensory overload i think i'll probably listen to this once uh but it wasn't awful 
I'll give it that. Uh, I think this is okay, and I'm going to give this a bronze. Let's go. Respectful bronze. Uh, Jamie? I felt like this was just like a total banger, so this this is immediately just getting a gold, like right right from Let's the beginning. Let's go. <laughs> There's a lot going on in this song, and I'm, it it is like pretty long. I guess anything more than five minutes is a long song nowadays. But there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of parts, but everything about it was like really really interesting to me. It really takes you on a journey. At least at least I feel it took me on a journey. And this track definitely gets my guitar solo of the week because I fucking loved that guitar solo in this track. Like the Jamie guitar banger. solo of the week. Let's go. Yes. We got we got another superlative. So I love a, yeah, I love a nice guitar list. solo. Okay. Oh no, I respect it. I love it. Let's go. Random superlative number fifteen. Exactly. And yeah, this will get uh this gets fifty-four gold from me. Okay. This one gets a DJ Craig gold. <laughs> we don't have gunk man to debunk it. <laughs> Nobody to defend DJ Craig's honor. <laughs> gunk man is gonna go unseen on Twitter when he hears this. Hell yeah. All right. Well, with that, we are moving on to another absolute motherfucking banger. Uh, we're talking Speedy Ortiz plus one. Uh, Speedy Ortiz is an American indie rock band from Northampton, Massachusetts. It's another one I have a show story about. I'm sure people either love this shit or they're like, stop making connections to your life, you fucking loser. I, Keely on the street. Yeah, I was, just Keely I was on the street. an avid Speedy Ortiz hater until 2016. Um, I got to see them open for Terramelos on their album release headliner. Uh, and I was like floored at their live performance. There was so much passion. They put on such a fun set. You could tell everybody on stage was loving to be there, like no matter what the situation. Uh, and then it was shortly thereafter that they kind of announced that they were fizzling out. So I'm glad I got to see them once back then. So this week on, I think it was also Tuesday when the single dropped, uh, I was scrolling through Spotify and it said Speedy Ortiz single. And I was like, that's gotta be wrong. Like this band doesn't exist anymore. And sure as shit, they have three singles and a new album coming. So I was like, oh, fuck, let's go. <laughs> uh, so I threw it on the playlist. I've always been hit or miss with their music. They're another one that I either really love it and I'm super into it or I'm kind of like meh about it. This one immediately. The the little weird intro into just those like thinner, surfier rock guitars with just a, a chugging drum groove the entire time. The vocals really complemented the the mix really well. When the song picks up and builds, it really like hits. I there was so so much to love about this. It was charming. It was fun. Uh, it's a it's a fully engaged listen from top to bottom. Like the chorus hook has been stuck in my head for days. And I know they're a big pedal band too, so you hear a lot of like weird sounds and things that they were able to incorporate in the recordings. Um, I, I really just couldn't say enough nice things about this release. I'm so, so stoked that they have another record coming, uh, and I'm really excited for us to dig into it whenever it does come. So I'm going to give this one a big fat goal, baby. Jackson. For the new Speedy Ortiz. Ortiz. Speedy Ortiz. 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 Orbit. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I have not listened to Speedy since, like, my first year of fucking college. How old is this band? Does everyone know this band? They've, been, they've been around for a band. while. I didn't know this band either, Jake. <laughs> Jake doesn't listen to music. Whatever. <laughs> All Jake knows is Hot Chip, Transformers, Charge They Phone. Speedy or Speedy Ortiz uh -huh. started in 2012, it says. So they've been around for a minute. Damn, that's old. 
Well, anyways, you know, I liked the intro with the cowbells. I thought that was a nice, you know, touch. Uh, I always love cowbells. Please, please bring back cowbells. It's such a nice instrument. Please, fans all over the world, if you're listening to this. More cowbells. But, but, but moving on. Um, <laughs> I thought <laughs> the vocals were nice, as always. You know, BD always uh, had nice vocals, even back in 2012, the ancient years. You know, the indie guitars in the background. That complements it well. Uh, just an overall, just cheerful vibe. Like nothing, nothing's going on in the world. Uh, so I'm going to give this a high silver. Let's go, Jamie. Yeah, um, I I also really like this track too. It was super solid. I loved I loved the way the guitar sounds. Like the drums sound super cool. And yeah, I, I really loved the the vocal performance on here. I mean, that's it's just a solid, just a solid track. Yeah, I'm gonna give this. I'll give this one a. A high silver as well. I thought you were about to say it's just a song, and I was gonna cry. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is one of the so songs true. of all time. No, <laughs> no, I Hell really like yeah. this song. Hell yeah! All right, well that's that's two respectful silvers and a fat gold. Shouts out Speedy Ortiz. Uh, moving onward, uh, we've got Blissfields. What it or wow, what it Blissfields when it meant something is Shoegaze from Toronto, Ontario. The new record coming believe in the next two months is the date that i remember that i can't pull out the top of my head right now i found this scrolling through twitter uh a band that i saw open for ms paint called clear body posted about this because i guess they are friends and i was like damn i really like clear body so if they're wrecking something like it might be good uh so before even listening to it i just dragged it in the playlist and i was like all right fuck it we ball um so here we are uh shoegaze as an overall genre is so oversaturated right now and has been since like 2014 when title fight started like vaguely doing shoegaze things. So it, it takes a lot from a band to really like capture my attention when it comes to shoegaze. Like you have to be your production either has to be real good or the vibe of the track has to be real on. And this had it like, I really, really enjoyed this track a lot. I think even though the production had a little bit to be desired, I think it could have been produced uh, like certain things to my own taste. I'd say I would have liked a little bit more, but there's a lot of feeling. The The vocals sit really nicely. Um, I don't know that anybody in here will know the band that I'm referencing, but it reminded me of if you took this band called A Run For The Coast and literally just slowed their music down. That's what this felt like. And I love that band. So I loved this uh, because of that. Great guitar tones. Uh, the drums sound really good. The vocals fit the track really well. It's a pleasant melody. Uh, and it's not like shoegaze that ends up being 10 minutes of like five choruses that drag on forever. Like it's a three minute, 45 second, like in and out, like you, you feel the chorus, you feel the emotions you got to feel, you get a little bit sad while you listen to it and you roll on. Uh, so I'm going to give this one a gold as well. I'm, I'm just throwing golds out this week. Uh, Jackson. You know, I, I like shoegaze for the most part. I think the atmosphere and the tension building is what, uh, all shoegaze is about. Uh, I'm fine with the 10 plus minute tracks if it is uh, it keeps you engaged at least or at least make you feel like you're on like some kind of narcotics. For this one, I think tone is fine and the rips are fine. I just wish there was uh, a bit more like more tones or more uh, effects with pedals that they use. Keep it more interesting. 
you know, it's it's nothing offensive. Um, I think it's pretty okay. I'm gonna give this a silver. Jamie? Yeah, I think this one is getting a silver from me too. I did like that this track didn't didn't drag on on too long. I think this is like a good length for like the, this kind of song. And I did I did enjoy the vibe and like ev like everything was sounding pretty nice. But yeah, I just kind of wish um, that there was just like a little bit more like personally. So so for that, I'll give it a silver. Just like I I know I know like this stuff could get to gold, but I don't know maybe maybe some like uh, stuff that comes out later on hopefully. Hell yeah, we love a little bit of positivity in this house again. So we're gonna move it on to something that is not shoegaze and is not a vibe uh but instead makes you want to hit people uh we're talking about adrian summer's beginning uh adrian is hardcore from massachusetts this was i thought this was a single and then two former singles but this was just like they dropped like a little ep just out of nowhere they very much remind me of like n like not popular under oath like older heavier mean under oath which I think, from what I could gather from Twitter, I think is an actual reference to Old Under Oath, because they have a song called Adrian spelled this way. I could be wrong, <laughs> but they give me a very big throwback, like, metalcore vibe. Their artwork also feeds into that kind of aesthetic and vibe really hard. Not, not to talk about, I know we don't review artwork here, but... uh. The, art, the artwork helped kind of... We can talk about the artwork. Yeah, uh, Jake, I'm, I'm sorry. Fine. Jake, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't talk about artwork anymore. I'm sorry. Oh my god. That is not what... Why? Jake, when the did this down. become a bit? <laughs> I talk about artwork all the fucking time. Why is, why is it a bit that I don't allow it? That's... Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> so that really helped kind of like set the vibe when I saw the artwork. I was like, this is probably going to be heavy. I didn't know who they were. I was like, this is either going to be like emo, really dreary music, or it's going to be heavy. And yeah, it's ass beater heavy. Rebirth stuck out to me a lot. Rebirth had really cool riffs. The vocals sound great. The production on this fits the, like, this feels like some shit straight out of 2000, like 2004 to 2006, somewhere in that window. This feels like you could have dropped this back then. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Fabric of Self also had some really great riffs. I'd say the only song that I really... Not that I didn't like it, but I had a harder time getting into was Summer's Beginning was the title track. It's it's a little bit longer and it's meant to be, I guess, the more downtrodden track uh, that stood out to me in this release. Uh, but Rebirth and Fabric of Self were just like uh, unrelenting ass beaters, but also not too heavy. It wasn't breaching like, like, fuck off, I'm gonna, you know, send somebody to the hospital tonight vibes. Um, I really enjoyed it. I would like to hear a full release because I find bands that do shorter releases like this, it's just kind of like, it's easier to get it lost in in the sea of how much music has come out this year. Uh, so I'd love to hear a longer release from this band and kind of see how they change things up or how they, you know, go about, I guess, this whole entire sound because they explored a, a whole bunch of that throwback hardcore sound with this three track alone uh so i'm gonna give it a high silver i really enjoyed this one and i hope to catch more of their stuff uh jackson i gotta be honest i didn't put that many notes but what i did put was that it's a three three song uh ep uh and for the most part i think the production is pretty nice uh the screens i thought they were pretty excellent and uh yeah i would definitely like to see this in concert i think this would pretty 
be going pretty hard, as the kids say. So I'm going to give this a silver. Jamie? Uh, I didn't write too many notes, but in my notes I did write, like the first <laughs> thing that I wrote was mosh pit in the VFW vibes. That's the most accurate shit I think any of us could have yeah. said about this. <laughs> like I, VFW? You don't know what a VFW is? No. Let's give, Volkswagen four-wheel drive. <laughs> yeah, what is it? VFW? It's like a, a, rent, a rentable space to hold shows that's not like a traditional concert venue, pretty much, is the, oh. the simplest term. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. like a when you show up, like hangout joint or whatever. Yeah, or like if you show up at like a YMCA and you do a show on like the the gym floor kind of deal, like it's that kind of vibe. You yeah, show up yeah. at the subway. And there's and there's always hardcore shows going on over there, and people are always going nuts. And usually there's a really shitty PA or something like that. Cool. Yeah. Most wonderful trope. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, this I felt like this brought me back right back to like 2006, like listening to like music, like. Like with my iPod or whatever, just like, like jamming out to shit in my room because I wasn't ever allowed to go to shows at that time. But um, but yeah, it was solid. I really, I really hope I can see this band live because I'm sure, I'm sure they would bring even more energy to this like live than they than there is like on the tracks. I enjoyed, I enjoyed this very much. And yeah, like uh, like Keely was saying, like I kind of, I kind of want more. I want more than three tracks. So please. Uh, Adrian, please give me more at some point. So I'm gonna give this a silver. God damn, even Jamie rocking it with it real hard. Let's go. We love it. We love a little bit of moshing. I can't believe I got. You don't know what a VFW is. I can't believe I just got that from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, guess what, motherfuckers? If someone's listening internationally, they're not gonna know what that is either. That's honestly <laughs> that's, ve- that's that? very not true. You could say VFW to a lot of people, and like Japanese shows happen to VFWs a lot. Sounds like a skill issue. You didn't know either, fucker. Shut up. Yo, somebody just got to right. throw Jake in a tour van and make him go around the country once and make him feel our pain. <laughs> but Jake is only allowed to go to VFWs, though. Yes, only DIY tour. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, No actual venues. Yeah. Jake can only be fed Grimace Shake. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's going to be impossible. Jake is just going to starve because they're not available anymore because it's July. Where's my Grimace Shake? <laughs> it's gone. R.I.P. Grimace. Where the fuck? This episode goes out to Grimace. I can't believe Roku City only promoted Grimace Shake and not Pride Month. Hey, listen, sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta have some priorities, Jake. You feel me? Yeah. This is the worst project. They could have put one rainbow somewhere, but no, it's all Grimace. The only color they need is purple. Yeah, Yeah, they saw they saw their color palette and they're like close enough. It's not even on the. It's violet, isn't it? It's not purple. I don't know. I'm not. The I'm, rainbow. I'm not. Oh, actually, it's I'm not pulling out my splotches to fucking figure out the exact like hex code for the color that's on the Roku TV. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, this, this feels very hashtag five ff nine r. God. Uh, for right. people listening in the future, there was this cool thing called a grimish shake. We all drank it and we don't know why. I'm the only one I had it. I did not have Four a grimace times. shake. Keely did not drink it. I did not get a grimace shake. Although all I'm, right. I'm well, going to try. We all die. I'm going to try. Future. You're going to try. How are you going to. I'm sure there's a McDonald's somewhere that doesn't give a fuck and they still have them. <laughs> I'm sure. Mm, I don't know. I don't know about all that. <laughs> all right. We're moving into the fun part now. We're talking about EPs and albums, baby. We're getting into the big we shit. We're already. 
What was the last release, if not an EP? I, I don't know. I considered three songs. I, I was just going to say it was like it, three singles, but I guess you're right. All right. <laughs> three singles? <laughs> yeah, whatever. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bro, fine. Blue we'll Lucy do a double put out single. 26 singles. Let's review that. <laughs> Finally, 26 singles. Hey, listen, I'm, release. I'm not spoiler warning anything, but like also spoiler warning, damn. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> um that was kendrick lamar actually <laughs> yeah really oh, jesus christ all right uh let's talk about a release <laughs> that fucking rules let's talk about a absolute yeah. fucking banger we're talking about sienna june lives uh on the far side of is post something doll rock from brooklyn new york uh i found this going through twitter uh the guitar player of a constant knowledge of death uh who is also a producer uh, shared this uh, that she had worked on it uh, so naturally I was just like a constant knowledge of death fucking ruled and her production rules I'm gonna throw it on the list before even listening to it this was another one that I just blindly was like I'll figure it out when I get there to open this can of worms up uh, as somebody who absolutely hates say anything uh, and does not like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> does not like that sort of like baroque influenced emo rock meets like, I don't even know how to describe it, but like things like the deer hunter or what like early panic at the disco was going for, like those kinds of, of really unique sounds I find get very underdone. Uh, this record was like not it, by the deer hunter. What? <laughs> not by the deer hunter. I said, Oh, the, the deer, deer hunter does it very well. What do you mean? Deer hunter. Uh, I can't sit here and spew shit, but I'm not a deer hunter fan. Hmm. Just not my thing. Um, this, however, is very much my thing. If I could give a platinum, I would. I, I'm, I'm about to go off. Uh, this okay. is my release <laughs> of the week by Far and Wide. Uh, I started with It Slinks Blind, and I was literally hooked until the end. The lyrical content is phenomenal. The production is fucking A1. The guitars sound incredible. The songs, even when they get cluttered and messy, are like controlled chaos, and you can feel the emotions that are going through song to song and the feelings of everything the vocals are very raw and unapologetic and they never pull punches like there's so much to love about this release like i i you know i found uh as somebody who doesn't dig into lyrics a lot digging into the lyrics of this as a trans person really like it it struck a very special nerve, and I am really, really happy that I just kind of stumbled upon this on GoofyAssTwitter.com because this is going to land somewhere very high on my release of the year list. What just truly incredible work. Like, I, again, if I could give a platinum, I would, uh, but I'm going to give it like the highest of gold, my release of the week. It slinks and Mako are fucking phenomenal, and I listen to them literally every day since I found this release. Uh, thank you so much, Sienna June. Um, you really like, or Sayana, I'm terrible with, with name pronunciations. I've been saying in my head, Shauna June, like Shauna. I don't know if that is, if I, that's maybe the dumbest way uh, or if that's the correct way. Apologies <laughs> if know. none of us have it correct even. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> but you really, you put out something so, so very special. And thank you for sharing this with the world because I, I've done nothing but scream the, the highest of praise about it. Uh, a million gold from, from Keely release of the week. Like, God, I love this shit. Jackson. Yeah. Wow. The, the vocals on this, uh, on this uh, LP are incredible is the least i could say about it the entire time i've been listening to this i was never bored i was engaged the entire time 
just so much so much work put into this especially after listening to corpse just barely try to come do... on <laughs> yeah yeah corpse you're my scapegoat for the week <laughs> just there's nothing i can really say that's wrong about it at all all i can give it is praise so i'm gonna give this a certified dj craig gold let's go let's go Damn it. Fuck yeah, Jamie. Oh my gosh. I'm going to be listening to this uh, EP like every day, like at least like two times. Like I'm so happy this is on the list because I love this like front to back. I was listening to a bunch of these tracks like the other day, like just like on my couch, like just like in the dark, just because I just wanted like some, I just wanted like some vibes to relax. And then the, I was like almost about to fall asleep until this tr until like the first track of this uh, came on and like man it just had me captivated from like from the get go like I loved I I loved everything about it. I loved the, the theatricality of like of like the first two songs and stuff there was there were some surf guitar vibes going on I felt and oh geez like yes absolute gold for me <laughs> I love this Jeez. That's a motherfucking certified mutant puke banger! Let's go! Oof, what a great release to be a fucking banger this week too. God, I can't wait for more. I like uh I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna let my, my dick riding get too carried away here and I'll keep us moving. But wow, what a fucking release. Uh and now on to another fucking banger release. Uh we've got pool kids slash pool. Pool kids slash pool. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh pool kids is big rock from florida in all capital letters is <laughs> what rock. my is what my notes that's say that's what it said on spotify <laughs> oh my uh, gosh that's amazing i'm not gonna read this word for word because i know this was a tweet that they put up uh but i do know that the origin of pool their their alter ego came from uh, them getting uh like instagram story shout out from Haley williams talking about how you know pool kids was what she wished paramore had been when they were kids which is a for the genre of music they play what a fucking honor i'm sure that must have been like a, a stand beside yourself ass moment like that's crazy so i guess they just decided it was time for more pool i know there's another pool release that's you know they released it as what they called i guess like silly hardcore like you know it was meant to be more of a bit than anything and then people really really fucked with the sound or at least I, I feel like it was meant to be a bit at first that kind of just went and got cool and off the rails. I really enjoyed the alternate versions of the songs from their previous release. I thought taking the red approach on the album art kind of reminded me of Harvard. Um, Harvard did a similar thing a while back. Their album, The Inevitable and I, was blue. And then they did like a, an alternates version of some of those songs and it was red. So this kind of gave me very much that vibe of like, you know, we're just trying to make sure that these stand out and are different than what is already there. Uh, no Stranger was super captivating. The vocal performance was great. I love how ambient it was. Arm's Length was my favorite of the uh, alternates. Fucking Death Sentence and Cleansing made me want to punch holes in the wall and change my name to Kyle. Like, <laughs> just absolute ass beaters out of nowhere. Like, just... A very, very pleasant surprise drop from Pool Kids. Uh, I love what Pool Kids do. I'm proud to be from Florida where Pool Kids is from. I, well, I'm not proud to be from Florida, but I'm proud to have, sh <laughs> proud to have shared a music scene uh, with Pool Kids back in the day. 
Uh, it's really fucking cool to see how much success they've garnered and how much bigger they keep getting and growing. Uh, I can't wait to hear more new pool kids when the time comes and more new pool pool. I, I don't care if it's once every, every once in a while, like that's some ass beater shit. I'm in, I'm down. Uh, so I'm going to give this one. Now I got to check my, my notes. Uh, I gave this one a very high silver, but I'll be honest. I was listening to it today. I'm gonna bump it to a gold. We're just throwing golds out today. Ooh. Ah, Jackson. Yeah, my reading comprehension is not that great because I did not read the pool part. I thought this was just all pool kids. Uh, and it, technically, <laughs> technically <magic>. yes. <laughs> it is all pool kids, yeah. Yeah. But the part that confused me was like the first half of the split EP was just calm, beautiful, melodic. And then I got to the second half and it was just brutal. And sounds like the fucking bus driver from South Park screaming at me. Uh, it's amazing. Which is like, what the fuck? I, I like had to look mm -hmm. through and was like, am I listening to the same EP or did I go to another like album? It's like, no, it's still Pool Kids. It's like, oh, it's uh someone else named Pool. Okay, I just can't read. It's not someone else though. It's this is why I put that thing there, Keely. You should have read it. It's oh my god! Pool is the band's is Pool Kid's hardcore alter ego. Think like what Origami so, Angel did when they dropped a hardcore record out of nowhere or a hardcore EP. This is similar to that. It's a an indier band doing a heavier release because fuck it, why not? Cool. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought this was an interesting split EP. I liked it a lot. Uh, I'm gonna have to give this a silver. Banger, Jamie. Cool. Yeah. Um. Jeez. Um. I. I gotta be honest. I haven't really listened to too much Pool Kids or Pool, like at, at all. Really, I've always like heard about them, and I know that a lot of people, like in, in my local mu music scene, like really dig them like a lot and stuff and um i'm definitely gonna have to check the rest of their stuff out because this ep was really 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 good i i thought it was really interesting just the contrast from like the first three songs to to the next like the first first three like the pool kids tracks i felt like i i need to be like floating in the middle of the ocean like listening to these tracks and then and then pool i felt like i was you yeah, I'm just like drowning in a storm, <laughs> but in a good way on on the like the second half of the CP. So yeah, um, banger banger for me. This is getting two half golds, which make up a gold, but it's a big gold. <laughs> we 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 make it two part two parts of a whole. <laughs> Jamie Jamie doing big math no, right now. It's, it's a split. Gold. Get it. <laughs> Oh my god, shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> You're kicked out of the show now. Not allowed. <laughs> I deserve it, I suppose. Oh, Jesus Christ. Alright, moving on. <laughs> We're talking about some fucking bird music, baby. We're talking about <laughs> Dwellings, Little Garden. Dwellings is progressive post-hardcore from Sacramento, California. They're from that, that bird music homeland. Um, <laughs> I remember giving the largest glowing review of Devices when it dropped. I really, really love that single. I was surprised to see that it was the album opener because I went into this one trying to know nothing besides the singles. I gotta be honest. I think the production was fantastic. I think this is some of 
uh, Isaac, the vocalist's best work, but I also found particularly the vocals stood out to me as a bit repetitive. Like uh, Gold Leaf uh, had a lot of similar melody going on the whole time. Mm. Hiding Your Numbers uh, and Last both also had a similar, or I'm sorry, not Last, Red, both had a similar, like the vocal, it, it felt very like play the vocal safe almost, which did kind of take away a little bit for me. Uh, I feel like with with a voice like Isaac's that is so powerful and has so much range, I was just hoping for, you know, like flex a little. You're putting out a, a full length record for the first time in a long time. Like flex, do do what you got to do. Do the things that will make it stand out a little bit more. It it just felt a little safe. Gothic Girl was a weird one for me. Uh, the lyrical content kind of threw me for a loop. Um, <laughs> What's it talking about? I didn't even l- read the lyrics. Like it, it just it's genuinely just referencing like like situations with goth girls and stuff and like (laughs) like that that's fine i was just like i i saw the name and i was just like oh it's gonna probably be like a bit or something and like no it's like it it felt very literal and i mean i'm sure i'm Uh misinterpreting but uh that one just kind of threw me for a loop a little uh overall i think it is a strong release and it's probably the dwellings release that i've liked the most out of anything they've put out before because i just you know previously it just wasn't a band i really listened to much uh, I've seen nothing but praise. Like I, I made a mention yesterday to everybody that I saw seven Instagram stories in a row, <laughs> including Kurt Travis and Zach Garen posting about this record. Like this record has a lot of hype behind it. There was a lot of people waiting and expecting it. It just it's it's bird music worship because I don't want to say the other word. It's absolutely like you can feel that they have a lot oh, of love. They're on fucking Swan Fest. Call a spade a spade. <laughs> There's Swan Core. If you're going to be on Swan Fest, you can't deny the Swan Core allegations. I, I, That's I, my I fucking line in the sand. I don't think they do. Periphery? If Periphery plays Swan Fest, Swan Core. I, I don't. Polyphia? Swan Core. They don't deny it. I just, it felt like they wore the influences to my ear, being that I'm like a grumpy old head and I've just been around the genre so long. It felt like the influences were very on the sleeve. Like there were certain songs that were very, very much felt to be that vibe and that genre. And I think that's fine. Uh, it just, it, it does take away a little bit for me because it's just, you know, it's, it's similar to like the metalcore thing. It's, you can only do a sound so much before you're looking for, you know, the differences. You're looking for things that are different from it. So I'm going to give it a respectful bronze. Uh, I think that it was a strong release and I still love Devices to Death. I think that song fucking rips in a half. Uh, and then I'm going to pass it to Jackson. Yeah. First thing on my notes I wrote was, ha ha ha, Swan Core. <laughs> the second thing I wrote was telephone vocals. God damn it. <laughs> that dreaded filter has We're finally in... made it back. This is like the greatest hits. <laughs> the greatest shits. Uh, okay, I'm going to be serious now. I okay. thought this is just, you know, upbeat music with, you know, some neat riffs that's typical of, you know, burn music and whatnot. Some tracks kind of stood out to me. Uh, the song Gold Leaf just has like a ukulele type beat drumming uh i didn't really care for it that much uh i did like the like electro harmonic synth nine uh effect pedal that they use with gothic girl even if uh you don't really care for that song or at least the lyrics for it (laughs) i thought it was pretty you know okay nothing offensive i've definitely 
listened to bird music for years now i can see <laughs> it's kind of overstaying a little bit there's just you know a whole fucking festival dedicated to it i mean jesus but compared to the other burn music i've listened to recently i thought this was some of the better ones so i'm gonna give this a silver excellent jamie okay so yeah um i think i think this is a pretty solid record i'm sure this is how exactly how they wanted uh their their record to sound but i don't know it's just like it's it it's wasn't really hitting hitting me like really like as hard as like other other releases like let, let's say that uh this week there's some solid songs but it, I, definitely some stuff that i feel like i've i've heard before solid solid vocal performance like i love i love how the vocalist sounds but yeah just maybe a bit too samey on some like uh on like multiples of, of like songs and stuff and like production wise like the the production sounds great I just kind of wish like their use of like guitar effects was like a little a little bit more chaotic if that's if that makes sense. It's just a little bit it's a little bit too clean like the way that they use like the pog or like the synth pedals and stuff like there's really no point at all when like anything goes crazy like everything's just sort of like like primmed and trimmed and proper and stuff. And so I just kind of wish it went a little bit more out there. But that's just that's just me. So yeah, sol solid record. Um, I'll probably give this a listen at some point, like later on down the line. And I wish Dwelling's nothing but the best, but I'm going to give it a bronze. And this is a Nakey Jakey review. Hit us with a <laughs> Nakey Jakey. Um, before I get into my review, I just want to mention that when me and Jackson were in Florida, I came across a meme <laughs> that was like a tender message. And it was like the girl asking the guy hey what are you doing and he's like just sitting in a chair what about you and then she never replied um and that gothic your comments on gothic girl made me think of that like one of the lyrics is him talking about sitting in a chair or something that's not true i just made that up by the way anyway um yeah so if you're if you're a listener and you don't know what swan core is I'm not gonna explain because <laughs> it's annoying and it's genre-y stuff and who cares really. Um, I do like, the more I think about it, I do like the term bird music. bird music, man. Like ripped off from yeah, like it, Will Swan. Yeah, tappy guitars inspired by Will Swan generally. Nah. But. I, I thought this was really chill and enjoyable to listen to. It didn't feel really challenging at all. It just kind of washes over you. Everything is really well produced, and I would say this is their best songwriting to date. Um, the songs Devices, Gothic Girl, Red, and Serrated were all highlight songs for me. Yeah, it like as a as a burn music connoisseur, I I enjoy this. I I'd say this is. Like Jackson said, one of the best releases for the genre of the year. Uh, it'll probably stay that way. So I'm going to give this one a gold. With with the caveat that, yeah, it was... I, I think the the critique that a lot of it is samey is really fair. Like, I like a lot of this album, but I can't remember it that well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't summon something to my brain um and i'm not even high this time bro so <laughs> so yeah it's gonna be a gold from from old jake we love you josh pawn properties of nature josh we love y'all 
Why? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wasn't disparaging their release. What do you mean? No, but they they are the... I, I will sell them out and say that they are some of the largest dwelling supporters I've ever met. That entire band speaks nothing but oh. the, the highest of praise. They wanted us to go over all the dwelling stuff, so... Love y'all. That's a pawn. <laughs> they got one gold. One gold. That's not bad. Yeah. Minecraft oof. All right. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> it's Roblox. Roblox, he says oof. Roblox. Uh, Roblox. Rob is Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> it's, my, it's, well, it's Minecraft. Keely has played Roblox more than me, so no mm. fucking Roblox, Roblox. It's duplex. Uh, it's Minecraft. <laughs> All right. Moving on, we're talking about a fucking banger now, baby. Uh, Shin Sakura, uh, Inner Division. Shin Sakura is a Japanese producer, uh, singer songwriter, as well as this record has started to unveil. Uh, that we reviewed previously. We did the singles, uh, N O Y B, and we did the album closer. Which, why is this the album closer, Bluebird? <laughs> that's, that's my opening statement is bands two in a row with singles that are albums yeah closers. bands i respect it especially if you feel like that closing song is the vibe uh and i'm sure if kev was here he'd be laughing and be like yo y'all gotta give me a pass <laughs> <laughs> and i and i do and i respect it yeah. but i also find there's a, a big like you're you're kind of mounting risk to reward with making your your closing track a single is you know, if it's really going to draw in and hit that hard, like, you got to make sure that you got the, the vibe right kind of deal. Yeah. Um, this, uh, can I just say, though, that's a critique that after, like, a year, it does not matter. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. At once time passes away from the singles and the release of the album, that's, like, it just is not a factor. Same with, like, people criticizing the new Spider-Man movie for being, like, a part one. Like, when part two comes out, that won't be a valid critique anymore. So there's no point in saying it now, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, that's just me. Sorry, no, Keely. You're, go you're good. I appreciate your input, Naked Jacob. I... I am the absolute Shin Sakura dick writer in this podcast. Uh, I know that he's been reviewed positively, but I know that I am most deaf the dick writer. Uh, so when I saw, I, I know I'd mentioned in previous episodes that these were just singles and these were not attached to an album. Damn. God damn, was I stoked that this was Whoa. attached to an album. Okay. <laughs> I was really pleasantly surprised to have this be a record. Uh, Magic is a fantastic opener. Universe stuck out to me. My favorite track was Amber. Amber was so fucking good, especially coming out of a chill track like Bud. Uh, the remix on this album, Shave, was really, really good. Uh, Easy was very, very good. Yourself, like The fact that I have so many standout tracks beyond the singles, when normally I tend to listen to singles so much that those burn in for me, Like there's so much to love in like the charm and the production and the quality that Shin Sakura brings to the table with this release. His vocals are are very nicely tossed in between like having a, a Furui Ryo or Bane or Wes Atlas. Like there's there's a bunch of features, but the songs where Shin Sakura sings and puts his voice forward, it really complements having those features and giving a, a kind of like a, a plethora of different sounds under one big umbrella. Uh, I think that, you know, he's he's only coming up from here, and I think the singles he released were fantastic indicators of, of the vibe of this album. Uh, so I'm going to give this a big ol' gold, baby. I thought this shit was awesome. Uh, Jackson? 
um for the most part again i'm going to say this again i've said this in a previous review i don't understand uh the language i wish spotify would put out like a. we know <laughs> it's fine if you don't understand japanese is it your no view is you this to. your view oh, okay. shut the fuck up i just don't understand <laughs> the point of saying you don't understand japanese so that people that haven't listened to the other episodes no i don't <laughs> Okay. This could be the best <laughs> lyrics ever made, and like the paper that they wrote this were burnt into a crisp as they were writing it. But I would not uh -huh. understand. I right. wish. Also, I'm critiquing <laughs> Spotify as well for not okay. having like <laughs> lyrics automatically um, with songs. You know, uh, the thing I looked into the album itself, and with N O Y B being by far the most popular song by like a thousand times. I think it has like close to like 600,000 and the other songs have about really? 2,000 listens. Oh. Uh, which... I mean, his biggest track is, is about to break 16 mil right now. <laughs> but, you know, I like the combination of like the like retro 70s, 80s funk music with uh, the vocal effects that are used in music today. I think that's pretty well done. It's, you know... I'm gonna have to give this a certified bass award that we never use. I'm gonna use that, Jake. Thank you very much. Relative 16 clip. <laughs> Let's <Yeah>. go. <laughs> Overall, this is pretty good. I would listen to this again. I'm gonna give this a high silver. Jamie, I think I think I might be a dick writer for this uh, for this artist <laughs> now. Like, goddamn, this um, all this shit just blew me blew me the fuck away. And um, no, all that shit blew you. Period. <laughs> just yeah, just blew me. Period. Yeah, no, I mean, I loved everything about it. I mean, I'll, also, you know, just so everyone knows, I also don't understand Japanese too. But we don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, it's not fine. your view, Jake. Shut up. If anything, you need it's to specify review, that Jake, you do understand up. Japanese. Oh. It's not your review, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> we're not we're critiquing way, each other's critiques. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Regardless of. My inability to understand Japanese, I fucking loved um, the, the vocal performance and stuff and the, all the production, like everything about it was great. The features were so solid on here too. There wasn't a track that I found boring like whatsoever and it, it's like a pretty lengthy album. Well, it was like like 40 minutes or something like that or an hour. I don't, I don't remember exactly, but it, it didn't feel, nothing about it like felt like it was dragging like I... Like, it had my attention the whole time. Like, this is getting so many golds from me, and I think this is probably my favorite release um, out of everything that we listen to. So, yeah. Love it. Love this shit. I love it. We love when we give out a good wreck, baby. We love that here on Mutant Puke. Only being positive. Only being real, real upstanding citizens and being nothing but kind with nothing but nice things to say about stuff. Am I right? Am I right? This podcast yeah. is where Swancore goes to die. <laughs> it's just what it feels like sometimes. Death. Speaking of sending things out to pasture to die. <laughs> oh my god. Let's, let's wrap this uh let's wrap this here motherfucker up, shall we? We got one more release to talk about, and it should be like three separate releases, but instead it's one twenty-six song release. We're talking about Lil Uzi Vert, pink tape. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert is American rapper, singer, songwriter. Uh, recently just did features with Bring Me the Horizon as well as featuring Bring yeah. Me the Horizon on the record. 
yeah. <laughs> they're big with with Nickelodeon stuff for some reason. Also, similar to when we did that review what? of Lil Yachty. Yeah, kids love Lil Uzi. Nickelodeon. Bird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the TV network. Yes. They are just on it. Well, they're not like on it, but like they've done guest spots on like award shows, and kids eat that shit up. They are both cool. popular with a young audience and popular with an older audience. Uh, which you... there's two. I'm sorry. No, no. I was gonna say I'm you sorry. just you don't see uh, a whole ton of that. Uh, at least now in a lot of the rap game is you know either people want to be hard explicit and kids just like it because they're not supposed to, or you know a label is feeding you to a specific audience. But Lil Uzi Vert says nah, fuck that, and caters to whatever the fuck they want, and I respect that. Yeah, uh, Lil Yachty was the character from Teen Titans Go. Which one? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Lil Yachty. Okay. Pop Lil Yachty. Get him on the show. Before you run out of your, uh, yeah. your your tweet limit. Oh, it's already too late. I can't even look at the tweet you linked in in Discord. Incredible. <laughs> Rate limit is fucking up, people. Did you have something to say before, Jake? Oh, I just wanted to say that the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. <laughs> They've had two Heroes of the Year entries. The first one being Optimus Prime, and the second one being Dan Schneider. No. And then they never did it again. Oh my god. It's on Wikipedia. You can look it up. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take your word for it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, on to talking about music reviews, right? Yeah, we're, we're music reviewing here. That's, that's what we do on this podcast. Um... I will keep it 100. I will keep it frank. Trap-infused, genre-bending rap and hip-hop are very, very hit-or-miss to me. Either you're doing something so outlandish that I'm like, damn, I I fuck with this and respect this beyond, or you're doing something that's like, you're close to the mark, but you didn't quite hit it. Like, I I made sure to mention the other day in our little uh, silly group chat that I don't really have much to hate on with this release but it's not it's not a type of sound that really grips me or rather it's not a sound that grips me when the production is just you know a more traditional trap rap style of vocal production like even when you're just flowing auto-tune always on a little bit of grid on the vocals mixed out very far to the front over the beat um that kind of sound just especially for for the particular flow that Lil Uzi has is just not very appealing to me. Um I we got 2000s cover jump scared again like we did with this wildlife with the chop suey <laughs> yeah. cover. Um which that cover uh, is so split between people that people either adore it and they think that it's a cool thing or people just think it sounds like rock band karaoke where somebody just went in without knowing the song. Um, there was also an ad lib. I I specifically wrote down in my notes, the ad lib and amped where they do that, Uh like, like trying to do a fry scream, but there's no like distortion or anything. So it's just like, all right. If you did something, your, your mic did not pick it up. Oh, you'll, you'll hear it when you go to edit. Um, (laughs) but there's like this weird ad lib in that song that the note I wrote was, okay, what the fuck was that goofy ass noise and amp? Um, (laughs) The production was really, really solid. The Bring Me The Horizon song, I know, is produced by their personal producer. That song that song might as well have been Amen 2. 
that was not a Lil Uzi Vert song. That was Bring Me the Horizon yeah. featuring Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> There's literally Lil Uzi had like a verse and some ad libs, and then it's just all he sucks. Like, mm, yeah, it it <laughs> felt a little out of place. Uh, the baby metal track also felt the same that it was baby metal featuring Lil Uzi instead of the other way around. Twenty six songs of if things were broken up, if there weren't just like two really hard standouts and then the rest of it was like similar, I think 26 may not have been so difficult to get through, but this was really a slog to listen to Mm -hmm. this whole thing. It was a lot, uh, a lot of fluff. It felt like to me. So this one at least is getting a participation, but it's a very respectful one. I'm sorry, Lil Uzi. I gave it the fairest shot I could. Uh, especially because I loved that Lil Yali record earlier this year and was very surprised by it. Um, this just was was not for me. And the Chop Suey cover, maybe don't next time. Uh, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, 26 songs. One of them is just a cover. I think, for the most part, Lil Uzi, he just kind of ranges from just being funny at times to just annoying. Uh, throughout the whole project <laughs> there was one song he was just gurgling his phlegm for like 30 seconds yeah that's am that's Lil what i'm talking uzi. about yeah yeah well uzi vert is a non-binary jackson so they them pronoun oh, i'm sorry not to hate on you you didn't know it's all right but where was i oh yeah i put down haha uh Lil uzi was talking about goku and the way that they said dairy <laughs> in one song just like dairy <laughs> I don't, I think that's what they said. Um, you know, the lyrics for the most part are kind of repetitive, but it's, some of it's kind of funny. I will give it that and has some value. The features are all over the place. I think for the most part, it's okay. Uh, definitely better bring the horizon track this week. And this was better done than fucking, uh, uh, fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it home. Who's Shit corpse? on corpse one more time. Let's go. No, not corpse. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Who was the other rapper that had like a like metal song in the middle of it that was fucking terrible this year? <laughs> I have no Here, idea. Let me scroll back in my. No, I want to answer this. It's not six know. nine. It was a little pump. Not reviewing. It was little pump. pump. He had oh, that yeah, metal song metal that was too. fucking terrible. Oh my god, that shit yeah. sucked. Okay, this <laughs> was better done than yes, that song did. at least. Um, you know, again, 26 songs, uh, very bloated, definitely, I don't know, there was definitely some value here, but I can't give this any higher than a bronze. God damn, I mean, everyone, everyone has been saying this so far, but it's, it's so long, it's so long, man, like, 26 songs, jeez, I don't, I don't really know why this, this had to be this long that being said i mean i haven't i'm not really like a little oozy a listener i haven't really listened to too much of uh their previous stuff but i mean there there were some things that i enjoyed there were definitely some beats that that i enjoyed there were like little like sampley bits here and there that i thought they were that were like kind of like very cool like creative wise and stuff and yeah like the features the features were all right and the Bring Me the Horizon song was definitely better than the Corpse track, for sure. And yeah, like, I definitely agree with Keely, like, about the baby metal uh, track. It just sort of just sounded like two separate songs. And then maybe, like, towards, like, the second half, maybe it sort of, like, congealed a little bit better. But yeah, it just sort of sounds like two songs, like, in one, really. 
Um, I'll, I'll try and go back to this, but I need, I can only go, go into this like in parts. Maybe I would listen to this, like split up into like three sections or something like that. So, but I, I do think it, it does sound, sound solid. It's just way too long. So bronze for me. Bring it home, Jake. Bring it home for us. Yeah. Um, put the fucking wow, cherry shocker. on top of the shit sandwich. <laughs> can you guess how my review starts? This album is too fucking long. <laughs> it was a point of discussion whether or not we would review it because it's 26 songs long and an hour and a half. This album has no business being that long. I don't connect with a lot of the songs, especially in the first half. A lot of them feel really hollow to me and like just honestly boring. Like three verses on some of these songs is torturous. Um, so I I have an abridged uh a track list. This is what the album would be if I if I could just get rid of all the guff. <laughs> um, instead of twenty six songs, it's nine songs. What the fuck? Um, suicide doors died and came back. That fire endless fashion, which has a really great fucking chorus. I love that chorus on endless fashion, and the Nicki Minaj uh, feature is pretty good. Mama, I'm Sorry, Nakamira, Werewolf, which, like we've said already, it's basically just Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, uh, Lil Uzi Vert does appear to have the same amount of fucking bars they did on the the Bring Me the Horizon song they featured on. So um, I thought the wolf howl was funny, though. Uh, Rehab and then The End, uh, which is a good baby metal song. The chorus is really fun. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, I like that. I'll give it a bronze. Um, not the worst thing I've ever listened to, but yeah, it's like treacherously fucking long. It's like just someone tell Lil Uzi Vert, like, chill out, <laughs> like pick and choose. And and the fact that some of them are labeled as bonus tracks fucking kill me. Are you kidding me? You needed to add three bonus tracks to a 23 song album. Why not just make them regular tracks at that point? What is there to be? What is there to add a bonus to at this point? They're free tracks. The people want the tracks. <laughs> yes, apparently. The people want the tracks. I, I do want to say the um, Chop Suey cover. I've seen people on Twitter say this is the worst thing they've ever heard. I, I would recommend trying to listen to more than just like three albums a year. You'll find worse, trust me. Listen um, to the new Little Pump album that came out, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen to Yumi at six album and tell me that Chop Suey cover is the worst thing you've heard all year. But yeah, that's my review. Time to bring it on home, everybody. Time to time to end this uh, silly little bitch here. We kind of <laughs> we kind of flew through. Yeah, yeah. It was well, like seventy songs total. It was quite a few tracks. Oh, it was seventy. Okay, exactly seventy. This is why I start listening early in the week because then. I get fucking jump scared with 26 song albums at the very bottom of the playlist. I'm like, well, I'm glad I I listened to everything else already. It can be a little bit overwhelming the day before for sure. All right. Well, those are the mutant pukey reviews, baby. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for stopping by and checking us out. Uh, Big thanks to uh, Matt Burridge for our theme song. Thanks to Kyle Culp for our artwork. Uh, please consider following us and rating us five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to us. It really helps us get our numbers out there. You love listening to us talk shit. We love providing you with the shit talk. It's a win-win, baby. Join our Discord. <laughs> uh, we love and encourage Ronald McDonald gifts of all kinds. We would really love Ronald McDonald <laughs> is banned right now, and you can join Discord to find out why. <laughs> 
I don't if even I, know. If Ernest I could, is allowed. If I can audibly, or if, yeah, if I could audibly make the Ronald McDonald noise, I would. Um, <laughs> and now I will uh, provide the floor to everybody else uh, to plug a little bit of what they got going on, and then I'll plug me, and then we will roll the fuck out of here. So, Jackson? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter if your daily limit has not reached yet. Uh, <laughs> if you are cool, you would Follow me on a Ratfink Bastard. Is it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Follow me on sure. Xbox, too, if you have an <laughs> Xbox 360. Short and sweet, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Jamie? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I'm Jamie. If um, if you feel like following me on Twitter for some crazy reason, um, yeah, you can find me under Devout Shoulders. Shoulders is purposely spelled wrong because I couldn't, I, it was like too many characters or whatever to, for, to spell shoulders properly, so there's no U in shoulders. Okay, and, no, uh, I've, really? I've never noticed that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, I had no idea. <laughs> oh, help. there you go. Now you know. <laughs> the Jamie Deep lore. Yeah, but also, um, I play bass and with Sails Ahead and also New Witch's Tongue. And um, yeah, got some got some fun music coming out in, in the works. Jake, you want to uh, plug yourself? Follow Mute. <laughs> Mutant puke at mutant puke on Twitter. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, just fu- just join our Discord, man. Fuck Twitter. <laughs> Twitter fucking sucks. It do be falling apart right now. It's a, it's a rough. Can somebody join our Discord and give everybody here uh, the mutant puke uh, blue sky invite. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Terrible name. Uh, and I have okay. been the the substitute teacher that the kids think is cool. Uh, I've been Keely. I run Kodo Sound Audio. I play in Space Corolla. Sorry, New Witch's Tongue. I got another new project that just started cooking this week, baby. We're we're keeping them wheels fucking turning. Uh, you can follow me at at underscore Kodo Sound if this shit doesn't explode. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at, at cute underscore and underscore tired. Uh, I do a lot of shit. Um, I love talking garbage. <laughs> uh and yeah so true uh, yeah i i wish i could i'm i want to hit the uh even harder hit the uh, uh, mid. uh okay <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah well that's gonna wrap us for today everybody once again thank you for listening and we will catch y'all next time bye bye yep the armed more like the legged am i right <laughs> God, you were holding on to that one.